Yo, what's up, Cartel? Uh, Davey back here for another episode, uh, 92, I believe. Um, I have returning guest, uh, Chance Blakelock, a.k.a. motherfucking Provo Kid from Utah. Straight out of Utah, homies. Uh, comes back on and we annihilate this shit. Uh, we go all over the map from... Whew, video games, uh, Balenciaga, Kanye West, uh, the human collective consciousness, whatever it is you want to get your feet wet into, uh, jump into the deep end because we're bringing it, we're bringing it in, we're bringing it in hot, okay, so, um, we're gonna... Uh, Provo and I are going to uh, do a little bit of a, a charity fundraiser uh, with merchandise uh, where it doesn't pay out to us per se, but to the charity that uh, we wish to provide to. So if you're on board with that, let me know. Um, yeah. Do what you got to do, guys. Uh, smoke a fat one. Drink a couple beers, do what it is, do whatever it is you got to do, and relax and enjoy the show. It's a good one. Thank you. Welcome back, Cartel. I have a returning guest here, uh, Mr. Chance Blakelock. You may know him as the Provo Kid, uh, one of my favorite podcasters in the game, my uh, favorite uh, stream of consciousness podcaster. Provo Kid, how the hell are you, man? I'm doing pretty well, actually. It's been uh, a great year so far in 2022. Uh, we're we're past. I I've, I'll just say the past two years. We're over it. At least here in the United States. I know you're in Canada, but it, it feels nice that we're on to, I'd say Ukraine. <laughs> uh, I I I don't think we're over the whole COVID thing yet. Um, really? There. Yeah, man, it just seems like people, like every time they say, oh, there's an incoming flu bug, everybody puts their fucking masks on again, like no. fucking good little retard, you know, it's, it's insane, dude. And like the shit that I know about terrain theory now, it's just like, I realize that it is my body detoxifying itself. So I don't have to wear a mask because I know I'm not going to catch anything, you know? Mm bright guy over here and i'm i'm the same way davy by the way and I, when i see people i talked about this on my recent podcast where i saw someone come into a gas station i frequent and they had a mask on and i knew immediately they weren't a local because around my neck of the woods guess what nobody wears masks if you come into my neighborhood and you're wearing a mask your license plate says california mm -hmm. and so I was surprised by this, and to my astonishment, guess what they bought, Davey? Guess what they bought? Yeah, uh, get, uh, gas station hot dog, a Gleazy. They oh, sure. The, yeah, but they're wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> Does that, you know what I mean? So this, this gas station hot dog has been sitting there all day in a, in a place where nobody wears masks, but these people walk in. They're wearing a mask and they buy the gas station hot dog. That some, rotten old fucking wiener. It doesn't make sense. Like these people care about their health. 
Yeah, but the, the fear is so strong with them that they're scared of getting this. But why would they buy the Gleazy? Why would they buy the hot dog? That's my right. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's a whole different ball game with that, man. It's like they can't tell the difference between like a killer virus and food that kills you too, right? Yeah, that's my whole point. Absolutely. And there's this big thing going on where people are talking about microplastics. Are you familiar with that? Microplastics? I am familiar with that, yeah. So this idea that if you're wearing some type of clothing or garment or just in general consuming anything that's with plastic, you, I guess, consume the byproduct of that, which is plastic. And my next leap of thought is if you're wearing a crystal all day, are you getting some residual effects of that crystal? Just like micro crystals. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. So but I think, talk- uh, I think uh, the microplastics are released a lot easier than like the crystals. Perhaps, dude. My whole point is the crystal community has looked a- from afar. A lot of people who have crystals, promote crystals, they've kind of been mocked. Let's be honest, David. Oh, yeah. All right. And now we're coming to a point in society where I think collectively science is saying that if you wear too much plastic or plastic is around you, you're just the byproduct of it rubbing off of things creates, uh, you know, more plastic in the thing you're consuming. Now imagine if you have a crystal on you, right? Uh, Or like, so people say you have, you're wearing a mask, there's plastic in the, in the mask. And therefore, you have plastic in your lungs, correct? I've seen multiple videos on that. And even like the the mainstream media was touching upon that where people are, they're finding more microfibers in people's lungs. Absolutely. And my point is this. So if you believe in that narrative, all right, let's, let's assume it's true. And I do, absolutely. And my guess is, that if you wear crystals or have crystals on you, you have some bodily absorption to that. What What are your thoughts on that? Uh, like your your like your body can break it down, kind of thing. It works both ways. So if you wear a plastic mask, your body absorbs plastic. But if you had a crystal mask, or you have crystals in your pocket and it's touching your skin, your body is absorbing that crystal. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Just like it absorbs the plastic. So you have people who believe in science, right? So their science is plastic. And they're saying plastic absorbs into your body. But they, they'll simultaneously look at you and say, well, crystals don't. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're entering into a weird paradigm where they're saying, well, yeah, plastics are a part of your body. But if you wear crystals, you're crazy. Yeah, I mean, I've been told years ago that what's coming is a unification of spirituality and science. All right. Like, I don't know how that's going to happen because people are still 
out of the loop when it comes to the, you know, the woo woo spirituality and the real spirituality. I don't, I just don't know how science and spirituality couldn't, could mesh together at this point. Um, what are your thoughts on that? So the coming together of spirituality and science, how, how, how do these two things come together is your question? Yeah. Um, I don't, there's a lot of ways I think they can come together. Uh, can, can science prove spirituality? Yeah, there's or a... Do they, or, or do they not want it to? Uh, so I think <laughs> that's, well, it depends who's in control because it might shift, the paradigm might shift um, collectively. Right. But um. Davey, my thoughts about this essentially are, uh, can we move the topic? Yeah. We're talking, we about people, we're, we're talking about people in control. Yeah. Right. And we talked about the fact that somehow we're supposed to believe that plastics, when we wear them, are absorbed into our body, but crystals don't. But the wealthy people wear crystals. Why is that? Um, I, I want to pivot the conversation to this. And it's the fact that when I look at uh, a lot of things in our culture, and I'm speaking specifically to the American culture, Davey, uh, there's a lot of following uh, of what's happening up north to Canada. So in other words, I, I used to think that culture emanated out of America, right? Like where everybody followed what uh, America did. But now what I'm seeing is the influence of Canada on California, on Washington, on Oregon. And it's fascinating for me to think about this concept where influence in America right now is coming from a place outside of, a, of itself. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's just weird that they would look at Canada, though. Well, it's a paradigm of how to maintain control. Sure. And Trudeau has everybody under his thumb right now. Absolutely. Right. Except so, for Alberta. Interesting. Can you talk to me about that maybe? Yeah. So my friend told me she lives in uh, Edmonton, <clears throat> Alberta. And she told me did you, today, actually, she said, um, did you hear what happened in Alberta today? I'm like, no, enlighten me. And she said, uh, yeah, so they, they are going the way of Quebec where they're kind of separating themselves from the rest of Canada and they're abolishing the gun laws that Trudeau has uh, put in place and also the COVID restrictions yeah. and uh, the, the uh, premier of Alberta, I think her name is Danielle Smith or something like that. Uh, a few weeks back, she fired all the health officials Wow. I've seen that done before, by the way. Yeah. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. We need in... more people like that. She's got to be like, she's got to be like this, the stepping stone for other people, other, other uh, provinces to do the same shit. That's amazing. I like, I like hearing that. That's, that's really good. That's good news, Davey. <laughs> for sure, dude. Yeah, and, then but... she, and, my, and my friend Shayla was like, so are you going to move to Alberta now? <laughs> you should. He's always bugging me to go down there and visit and uh, 
she she's like when when her and her boyfriend get married then i'm gonna be there in the party you know absolutely <clears throat> well i i would support you moving to alberta as soon as possible let's just be honest you you shouldn't support a community or a state or establishment that isn't in alignment with your own self sure yeah like we gotta get out of there davy my buddy, my buddy at work, he was a supervisor. He transferred to Alberta. He moved there, and I was like, "Fuck, why are you going there?" And little did I know, you know, he just wanted to change the scenery. Wow. But now he's in a good fucking place because he thinks like we do too, right? Yeah, same things are happening in the United States. I would say as well, where people have relocated, and it's fascinating. Yeah. Where I even think where relocations are happening, I think the board's being drawn where there's inevitable divide, right? Where civil war or civil conflict is inevitable, right? You're just going to have, at the end of the day, people who think differently and who aren't sure. going to want to progress. Yeah. Right? And they're going to keep fleeing, like people from Jerusalem or, you know, the old Bible tales where people are fleeing persecution. Even America, though, the story is repetitive, right? Mm-hmm. You have Puritans coming to America, whatever, people fleeing these things. I'm saying right now in America and maybe even in Canada, you see people going to Alberta and people fleeing California where you have exodus, right? It's always occurring. And it's kind of fascinating to see. And I, I think continually going forward, uh, there's there's going to be more and more of that and a general overtaking of the new world order. Can I say that here? You can absolutely say that here. And I, I, and I mean this. I think these things are inevit- inevitable. And I want to point to three countries. Uh, for anybody in your audience, look up Peru, look up Argentina, and look up Germany. And all you have to do is figure out that they're repressing political thought. Under uh, Venezuela as well. Uh, well, wow. Hey, add add to the list. And what what yeah. this is is thought crime, arresting people before a coup occurs. Now you might say that's good police work. Now imagine this, right? You are just talking about how shitty the government is, and all of a sudden the next day they're breaking in thought crime, arresting your ass. You're in Germany, right? being accused of being a part of the far right. How about this? The the list goes on, right? Peru, Argentina. What was the country you mentioned? Venezuela. Venezuela. There's a purging of divisive thought or thought that is going against the grain all across the, I'd, I'd say the globe. Are you a flat earther? Uh, I'm not married to either. Okay, so I, you got to be careful I, I, when you say globe or, you know, some people don't like that. That's okay. People can think what they want to think. That's, it's, it's, a free, it's a free speech platform that I, that I run here. So, Absolutely. I love it. But what I'm saying is if you just look at the global news, Davey, there's a general, I call it a calling of uh, political views. And it's just going to keep happening of an exodus. And uh, it's a reoccurring theme, an archetype, Joseph Campbell type shit, uh, where people are just going to start fleeing. And I guess in your neck of the woods and north of us in America, it's Alberta where people want to go to. 
See, oh, dude, it's 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 been that way for a while now. Like I've known people from many different provinces, like family and friends and all that, who have been flocking to Alberta. Uh, you because of the fact that they have uh, a huge industry for, uh, you know, um, oil and shit like that. <clears throat> wow. And um, also my buddy moved there and did, did uh, blasting. He was that blasting. Sounds... Okay. Tell me more. And there was uh, there's a place called. Um, Is that with fracking? Fort McMurray. And people would go there to work. And even my uncle did. He went from Newfoundland to uh, to Fort McMurray. And also my my cousin's uh, husband. He would he would go there, work, mm-hmm. sh- make a shit ton of money, go back home for a couple weeks to like be with his family, and then go back to work. And he could afford it because he was making so much fucking money there. Also, the real estate was low. Wow. It's beneficial. So, yeah. And then now we have this premier who's like taking the reins of the country and being like, fuck you, Trudeau. Thank you. You know, how, what my thoughts are is how are people like that still alive? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? No. I agree with you. And civil war is inevitable, and that's part of the play, right? Like, mm-hmm. this idea, like you need you need an enemy, right? You you need conflict. So there is, I think, a funneling towards in America. The way I look at it is, there's going to be a restructuring. People look at the fifty states, right? Um, I don't think in the next ten years there's going to be a fifty states. It'll be a little bit different. Uh, and, and it, they can keep the number, but let's just say maybe the regions will train will change. I'm talking about greater Idaho, which is a point to Canadians, right? You have Idaho, which touches Canada, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, it's there's this weird thing happening where people are starting to realize that local governance, right? Personal values and things of that that equation, I would say, matter. And uh, they're acting on it, hopefully, and increasing their community size. But there's this thing about homesteading and isolating, and I'm kind of against it in some sense because it doesn't really, to me, answer the problem, right? I think most people should congregate. I think there's a point in a position in Vermont where you have a bunch of libertarians meeting. Are are, Are you familiar with that? Uh, David. No, not not particularly. No. Uh, so uh, let me look it up. I, it's in Vermont. Libertarians. Uh, what are your thoughts on libertarians, by the way? Well, libertarians are the true liberals, right? Uh, classical liberal, uh, maybe. Like, like the liberals nowadays are the woke leftists, right? Sure. Right. So, but the actual liberals like real liberals or libertarians, as you say, is probably the more progressive people who want freedom and not all this bullshit going around like trans uh, story time and shit in kindergarten, right? Do they have that in Canada, by the way? Uh, as far as I know, I'm, I'm not sure. 
it's kind of funny to see like a trans bell read a disney story it's like right what the fuck is going on and it, and it, it looks it obviously looks like a guy dressed Absolutely. in drag not like a shemale or like a transgender person it's just like a fucking man like a transvestite yeah you know like a classic transvestite reading it, to kindergarten and he's like all dolled up and got like a big fucking victorian dress on Oh, can let's transition, right? You ready for a transition? <laughs> uh, no, I do not want my penis chopped off. I'm sorry. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, segue. Let's go segue. So, are you familiar with like uh, Studio Ghibli, this anime type uh, content creator from the '90s, late '80s? I've heard about that. I've heard that name, but I'm not too familiar. Enlighten me. Uh, well. <laughs> I wasn't too familiar either, but someone turned me on to him and said, Hey, this content is actually wholesome. And I didn't believe it as a Christian. Okay. So you have uh Kiki's delivery service, right? I remember right. that one. Yeah. Oh, so you're familiar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, spirited like, away, baby. Oh yeah. 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 That's yeah, everything that's I'm talking about. News, man. Oh, so let's take these two propaganda systems we have right here we have howl's howl's moving castle perfect perfect so yeah. you understand the concept i'm working with let's yeah. take disney okay yeah and then let's position japanese culture and everything we just talked about studio ghibli and the movies <clears throat> you just referenced so in disney in american culture your parents die you work against the system you rise above you're the king and the Studio Ghibli movies, which I, I had no clue about, which is why the Japanese culture I find to be so respectful is because of their propaganda. But everybody's so kind. Like the stories are nice. Nobody uses violence to solve a conflict. Right. right. And, and most American propaganda, Western propaganda, the, the problem is solved by punching people in the fucking face, my dude. <laughs> yeah. People don't like yeah. this truth, right? But in America, this is why we were able to do what we did in Iraq and Afghanistan, Yemen, Somalia, for whatever, how many years, 20 plus years, is because our, our propaganda told us that we punch people in the fucking face. And yeah, but sheer brute force is how you oh. solve problems. That's right. Absolutely. And I just recently have a, you know, a three-year-old and I'm trying, my rule is when I show them movies, I don't do the repetitive shit. Right. Yeah. Like my kid's not going to be autistic. Like play this same movie over and over again. You watch it once. Right. You watch it once. And because of my rule, we, I, I've expanded my purview of what movies I might show my kid. And now I'm in the studio Ghibli. We watched, uh, what's it called? You, you said the name already. Um, Howl's and, Moving Castle, Spirited Away. Spirited Away. One, one of these movies, right? Um, or maybe I said it, but Tokoro. Or one of these, they're just generally wholesome movies. And the characters have the best manners. Everybody says, please. Everybody says, thank you. The families are intact. Like the propaganda is so much different than Western propaganda. Sure. Uh, like Tokoro, 
right? He's not a scary monster. He's a he's a he's a spirit, right? Of the forest. He's nice. He helps you. But in America, you know what we have? A monster under your bed. And he yeah. he wants to take you away, dude. We we got your fear out and use it as power. It's power. And so we look at the Japanese culture. Recently, they've been popularized in Western news for like, oh, look at these people cleaning up at the World Cup. Well, have you seen their propaganda? Right. It's very nice. It's very kind. Right. And I'm surprised. Obviously, you can pick and choose what parts you're looking at. Uh, But the things that I've seen by Studio Ghibli is like, man, wholesome content. Um, it's it's not like Lion King where the dad gets killed off in the first fifteen minutes. That's terrible. Yeah, almost every Disney movie has like one of one or both parents being killed. Yeah, why is that? And then in American culture, you have the dehumanizing of the father figure, and it's uh, it's it's one thing I really want to point people towards when they try to structure their worldview about like the patriarchy or men. It's like, look at the propaganda. Yeah. Like, do you think what you really think? Or are you just regurgitating, I would say, the propaganda I've been fed, right? Like, it's sad. Homer Simpson, that's my dad. You know, just a bumbling idiot. <laughs> yeah. Al Bundy. Yeah, Al Bundy. Or <laughs> guess what? Uh, Lion King, dead dad, right? Like, or these, these deadbeat parents. That's the whole point, deadbeat. Yeah. Remember that? Remember that uh, newspaper headline in The Simpsons: <clears throat> "Dead beat, dad beat dead." Oh, <laughs> American. But I, uh, I honestly like growing up, because um, I'm I'm an '80s kid, right? I was born in '79, but I grew up in the '80s, obviously, right? But um, lucky. Watch it, yeah. I I wouldn't want to be born in any other fucking age, honestly. Um, no but um. Growing up, I just never really caught on as to why everybody was so obsessed with Disney movies. Uh, I, just, I just couldn't get it. I just I would say competition. What else do you have? Yeah, I guess, but it's like... like... So where, where else do you look? That's why everybody's obsessed. It's just... My favorite Disney movie of all time was the original Tron. Oh, really? Yeah. That's fascinating. Wow, that's really cool. And funnily enough, you know, back when I watched that movie, I was obsessed with that movie when I was a kid. And I researched it, and it's like, you know, you got the hero coming from another world into the computer world, saving the computer world from corruption right yeah the jesus uh, archetype right for sure um i didn't realize that when i was a kid obviously no but don't right but growing up and <clears throat> watching it more and more you start realizing like holy shit this movie was like uh it predates the matrix in this very similar way uh with the archetypes and how the movie plays out right certainly and so when i was a kid up until i saw the matrix i was uh always wanting to be able to 
uh, you know, kind of like jack into the matrix or go into the computer world and see what that's like. And now, and now, funnily enough, as, as obsessed with those movies that I was, I don't want that anymore. Certainly. Wow. That's deep, dude. Very uh, deep. I, I would say I agree a lot of the same ways. You know what I mean? Where you spend for my youth, I spent a lot of time playing the the newest video games. My parents provided those systems to me, much like how they were presented in the nineties culture, where like, wow, look at this brand new system. It's so like Christmas time presents, right? Mm-hmm. And then gradually what happened is the video games, and this is the nice thing about Nintendo, just like we referenced about the content uh, from Japan. It's just wholesome. But American content got, I think, hijacked by uh, military industrial complex, which used psychological uh, experts who programmed individuals through reinforcement uh, much people talk about like, oh, well, it's gambling. Look how they're trying to play these video games and get reinforcements. No, it's much deeper than that. Our government is training young individuals to be desensitized towards killing people through video games. Right. Right. But when I, but when I started to play them, let me tell you this. My parents, I don't think they had any idea what, what was down the headway. Like it was Donkey Kong. It was uh, Pac-Man, and I mean that it was Hedgehog, Sonic, Super Mario, Super Mario um, even Conker's Bad, Bad Fur Day. You could even go a little bit on the more, you know, hey, irreverent side, perhaps, on, on the video games. But it was all video games, and then it, there was a turning point where behavioral psychologists became part of the designing right of video games right and they started shaping the minds of people and that's where i have a big problem right now with video games and people who promote them and like on twitch they are like monday night football where you see the jets fly over and you're like it's not about the military but it is right like you're promoting you're an ad for the u.s army when you're playing these violent video games Uh, and on twitch and all these other people they're kind of desensitized to all this but the moment we go into war and you realize that most of the population has already been deconditioned and just visually already seen multiple murders multiple uh, i guess it's a video game right but just countless people dying so for them to accept like oh well it's gonna happen in real life i think it's a farther step to take, right? When they desensitize most people through video games, which wasn't what I grew up with. Does that, am I making my point, Davey? Dude, dude, it's like, honestly, in real life, if you go to war and you die, you ain't respawning, bitch. You ain't. Yeah, absolutely. But you most, know? it's hard to understand that. You know what You're I mean? You're not going to. Re- on and at the last checkpoint that you that you got to you know absolutely you might, you might respawn as a cockroach or a goat or uh something else organic mm-hmm. right uh sure. which goes to the uh 
you know, what's what's the fucking word? reincarnation aspect? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um but yeah, you're you're not, you know, like there's probably a lot of people who joined the military just because of Call of Duty. Of course. Well, guess what? I hope you got your fucking big boy panties on. Cause now you're gonna be trained to be a killer. Absolutely. And and do you really want to kill people for a corporation? Not a country. And I said this multiple times in the past few episodes of mine. We do not live in uh, countries any, any longer. We're, we are living in corporations. Wow. And that, Tell me about that. We're fascists. We're fascists. You are? No, Davey, no. Davey, Davey, whoa, 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 whoa. You're a fascist? No, 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 no. I'm not fascist, but the fucking countries that we live in are fascist. Oh, cool, cool. Because they're corporations, right? They're not countries. Yes. I I think the same thing too. When I look at America, people think that Google is a corporation, right? And I don't see any difference between Google, right? And the federal government. Same thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Fascism, which is what you're saying. Yeah. So, so most of the laws that are, if not all the laws that are being uh, passed uh, through lobbying is by the corporations like Google and all that shit. Right. Certainly. So that's what fascism is. It's like, we don't have a fucking say in the matter as a civilian. Certainly. It's all about what the corporations want and how they want the world to be run. Which is which leads to technocracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why we have so much fucking um, you know censorship, right? On Instagram and Facebook, all that shit. Absolutely, yeah. And it's just fucking disgusting. Like the like people like you and I, the little people, quote unquote, can't have a say in the matter. <clears throat> and the thing is, is that. The government, which is mind control, word magic, yep. uh, they are the ones who are ruling over us, whereas they're supposed to be serving us, yep. right? Yep. If you, and that goes into sovereignty as well. Ooh, <coughs> yeah, keep going. Where if you hey. look at the word sovereignty, sovereign, to be a sovereign being means that you are a king. And you are allowed to have a say in the matter. If not, rule over the people, but serve them. Yep. Serving service is what a king is. It's not it's not leading, mm. it's not getting people to bow before you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're a king, then you are in service to the people. You're right. Instead, we have government, which is mm. fucking mind control. And Govern the government mind. is fucking, fucking us over whatever way they can, through taxation, all that shit. And it's fucked up, man. It's totally reversed. We're living in fucking Satan's kingdom. And I have an answer, though. You want to know my answer? Absolutely. Can we talk about Ye, too, by the way? Sure. He's drawn out, but there's a lot of people who I think are confused about the whole situation, right? They're saying, oh, this is a loose stealing event. First of all, Ye dropped 
a lot of pieces of information most people should pay attention to. There's handlers. And if you're listening to what I'm saying and you don't know the handler Ye mentioned, then you're not paying attention. Okay? Next up, you know what Ye did? Ye did a lot of good things for people. He brought up the biggest problem most people have addressing, right, is that there's nepotism. There's in-group preference. But the, the media has slowly been inching towards this inch by inch, right? And they call it white supremacy. Are you familiar with this topic? Oh, yeah, for sure. But have you ever heard of Jewish supremacy? Yes, I have. Really? But it's, it's under a negative connotation. Yeah, well, we could get into that too. Right. So it, the, you have these weird spectrums going on where the point is, Ye is inviting conversation into areas which have never been invited before. Right. Right. Like him saying, I love Hitler. Yeah. Well, hey, we're having a conversation. Yeah. Right. So now, like before, that wasn't possible. And people are downplaying the value of that. Down, that's because free speech has been fucking taken over. Perhaps, right? But through right. through political correctness and all that shit, right? Like, you can't have a free discussion anymore without it being censored. And this is going to bring me to my next point, where most Americans are confused because we talked about Hitler and we 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 did all these hot talking points. But Davy, guess what the biggest issue is. Can you guess? Tell me. Uh, an American had their assets frozen. Right. So so most Americans are so confused because they're focused on what we just talked about. Like they're stupid as fuck, right? And they can't get past the point where they have a person standing next to them and they're looking at them and they're saying, what's wrong with you? And they're saying, well, I just shared my opinion and now I can't access my bank account. Now that should yeah. be a, that should be a really big deal to every That should be a massive fucking red flag. Red flags, but everybody's all Balenciaga. I haven't said the word yet, but that's what everybody wants to do is say Balenciaga and all like Kanye, Hitler. They do the things we just said, but in reality what just happened was there was a citizen who had their assets frozen. Right. That's a celebrity or not. Celebrity or not, we should all stand up against that. No, Mm -hmm. regardless of what they said. Like how how is it to go to a bank account or to a grocery store and like, oh well, the bank won't let you access your funds because you said a controversial thing. This is the epitome of the problem we're dealing with. And I, I talked about his handler and all these other things, but the real issue is assets frozen. People should be revolting. Yeah. Because you're next, right? Like you're yeah. next. If you if you think your assets can't be frozen, you're one of the dumbest fucking people around. Okay. Dude, it happened in Canada with the freedom freedom. There problem. you go. Everybody yeah. wake the fuck up. Kanye West is I it's called the canary in the coal mine. Someone sacrifices themselves, right? Yeah. They they die. He is dying, and he's also he's recreating Satan in in some sense where he's a star who's fallen, right? There's so many things to this people haven't even considered, right? But he's a fallen star. 
he's showing everybody the problems with society and he's repenting and he's doing a lot of other things as well. But most people should realize right now that you're not safe anymore. Right. That's right. Yeah. Your bank accounts. Hey, you better figure it out because people are sacrificing themselves. And what, what most people want is a correlation for causation. And there's one of the most beautiful things. Sorry to take over the podcast, Davey. No, do it, man. Hey, sorry for sorry to take over the podcast, but people don't know about Britney Spears. You need to go follow her right now on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And she will detail you Kanye's story. She's got handlers. She's got people telling her what to do or what not to do. And the reality is most Americans never knew this. Most of the world never knew the fact that, hey, you have celebrities and they're not free people. Operation Mockingbird is in progress, my friend. And these things are called <clears throat> feds now. People are called glowing. And it used to be a joke, but now it's becoming real, right? People really yeah. are glowing. People really are feds. Apparently, Kanye West, I'm just repeating what I heard, called Meek Mill a fed. So you think about this. Now we have one rapper who's a fed, a declared fed by another person. And you know what people are talking about? Did you hear what Kanye West said about Hitler? Yeah. You see the problem here. They're, they're, not, they're not going deep. They're just... They're not going it. deep. We have a big problem with the truther community. And this is the thing I, I don't know <clears throat> how long we have, but this is a big problem with the truther community. It's dying, Dave. And it's you dying. So? Absolutely. Conspiracies dying because they're eating... The community is eating themselves because it relied on events. Right. So the big event we already won. Co well, you would dispute this fact, but you you might I, I would argue this in America, at least where I'm at. Uh, we defeated the covid narrative. Right. Um, so conspiracy relies uh, relies on topics or situations. But in general, the conspiracy community hasn't had any real good topics lately. And so they start yeah, it's it's a it's a fucking honestly, dude. Like I've been slowing down on my my uh, content because I just feel that I'm in a fucking giant gigantic echo chamber. Yeah, and a lot of people have said that as well. But at the same time, we need to try and fucking go deeper. There is, yeah, absolutely. And people are eating their own by saying like, "Oh, don't talk about Kanye. Don't talk about Balenciaga." And then how? And then how about this? Yeah. Don't talk about the Jews. Oh, exactly. That's my whole point. You're not allowed to say the J word. Exactly. You know, it's like, why not? And even Kanye fucking walked off Tim Pool's show when he was confronted about it. Mm -hmm. Like, you... and like, Kanye, why? Absolutely. Why when, why when you were confronted about that, why didn't you just say, because those were the, the these are the fake Jews who are the synagogue of Satan. People who fucking call themselves Jews, but they are not. Absolutely. Right? Why Absolutely. didn't he just say that? If he really? knows all this shit, why didn't he just say that? Absolutely. That's what pissed me off. And that's what pissed me pissed me off about stage, Kanye. Right? Like, there's a stage, and this is what Kanye is doing, or yay, whatever you want to call him. He's showing you the stage, and there's some people who want to tell you it's loose jacking. Don't give yourself to that loose jacking. Don't pay attention. These people... Don't know how to find a diamond in shit, right? right? And there is a diamond in shit. And for all these people denouncing Ye and this whole situation, 
are some of the most fucking wayward people I've ever seen, right? And the truth is there's so much to be gleaned, right, from everything he said. Yeah, he was a bit off the wall. Yeah, he was a bit anti-Semitic. But let's be honest, can you remember the name of his handler? Who no, was his handler? Exactly. This is my whole point, right? <laughs> Kanye West took a... Because honestly, I have no interest in exactly, Kanye West. Exactly. This I is never my point. Fucking, I never fucking liked his music. This is my point. Uh, this I is my point. Give, and Ye, now Ye what, he's going to run for president? Ye took a big shit and he left a few diamonds in his shit. Nobody wants to pay attention to it. And you have this community called Truthers. And this is my next point, Davey. You remember how the term conspiracy theorist came about? Oh, yeah. That, that was the F, or the CIA, right? Yeah, in, in regards to an actual conspiracy, right? After JFK, right? Okay, so now we have a new conspiracy. It's called the fact that Joe Biden is the most popular president in the, in the fucking world for the that's, United States. That's hilarious. So that, that's hilarious. So you need to create a new term for that because the reality is conspiracy has run dry. So the, what our government has done and this is for anybody who doesn't know this. If you call yourself a truther, you're doing the same thing people fell for when after JFK. So truthers now are what the government is using as an identifier. And uh, people don't get this, right? They don't get it. They think that uh, these terms or these, these neural linguistic programmings are coming up by happenstance, right? If you call yourself a truther or whatever you're calling yourself, someone wrote that script for you, right? Right. And I want to help everybody walk, hey, walk through the door, denounce the name, and become something better. Dude, don't I don't even like labels, man. Absolutely. That's why I'm hey, anarchist over here, dude. Yeah. There's no fucking labels in, in my label. world, okay? Labeled, by the way. You want to label me as <clears throat> a crazy person? That's that's on you. It's not child me. Child of God is the only label I take. Yeah, wild child, man. Wild child of God. For real, though. In uh, French, it's uh, l'enfant sauvage, which means wild child. And Gojira, one of my favorite metal bands, has an album called that. Absolutely. They, they talk about in their song, like, uh, the fire that you're born with gets doused as you grow up, but you got to remember to like tap into that fire. Mm, uh, hey, right? Yes. And this is the thing most people, Hey, honestly, David, th you're making some great points and the fire you're speaking towards. If I'm just speculating, right. <laughs> is this fire we feel in our youth when we understand that our parents are wayward, the system is corrupt, but we were misguided in understanding like why are they wrong right we need to be conservative in our rebellion yeah right? where people want to rebel and get rid of everything where there's a right way of rebelling where there's a it, it's a conservative approach right do you see what yeah, i'm saying not like brute force like the u.s fucking promotes right sure absolutely there's a right way of rebelling. But the, the problem the problem with what you're saying, uh, with like the, the words that you're using, like conservative and all that, it brings up uh, it brings up in the mind like 
right and left wing. Oh, and, absolutely. And the right and left are two wings of the same fucking uh, battle, right? I, I want to talk about this too. I don't like, like saying I don't like saying two wings of the same bird. I like saying two wings of the same fucking devil. Davey, I gotta bring this up. You're talking about people who are getting confused about language, right? And this needs to be brought up immediately. There's people who can't be saved, right? This is the whole point about don't cast pearls to swine, right? Yeah. There are some people who just won't get it, right? And if you spend your whole life trying to explain a word to save one soul, how many souls are lost Mm -hmm. while you're trying to save that one soul through a semantic error? Give it up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, move on. There are some people who are broken in this world, right? There are some people who really, it doesn't matter how much you talk to them, guess what they believe? Bullshit. Yeah. And I feel like there's one thing that most people should accept. It's called moving on. You can't save everybody. You can't can't red pill everybody. No, I totally get that. Honestly, like, I take what I know in my daily life, and uh, if something comes up in discussion, I will take it and roll with it. But if nothing comes up in discussion like that, then I'm not going to go there, you know? And the problem with waking up uh, spiritually um, is that, like, if you're a newbie waking up, you want to tell the whole fucking world, right? Because yeah, you're awake. Right. You can't you can't because it's it's the whole point of this zombie analogy because you get eaten yeah. alive. That's the whole point. People get confused about why are there so many zombie movies. You yeah. want to know why there's so many zombie movies? Because as soon as you realize that you fucking know something, people are going to eat your brains out till you think like they do. Right. They attack you. Yeah, they're zombies. But oh, you know another another funny thing about that whole th- zombie thing analogy is that most zombie movies that I've seen, especially the George Romero ones, mm-hmm. they God. always want to go up to Canada because ah. it's certainly you're right about that. <laughs> it's safer for the for for the people who are fighting against the zombies to go up to Canada. Why do you think that is? I think that's a reverse analogy because Canada right now is definitely not safe from the zombies. My listener base is 71% US and 14% Canada. And then I got Spain and New Zealand, Australia, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But the majority of my listenership is in the US. Wow, And I'm just sitting here thinking, holy fuck, I thought I would do a lot better in Canada. But then I started thinking, Canada's really fucking asleep. They are. They're lost. And this is my point. In America, we have lost states. And I'd say the state I'm in, which is Utah, right, is lost. And gradually, you're, 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 look a- at the algorithm. They don't even, sorry, they don't even look at the algorithm or search for they don't search for spirituality religion or uh paranormal anything like that canada is fucking dead asleep bro 
Yeah, they, well, you could call them vaccinated, really. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, which is the whole point is the reality is there's a lot of people who are just lost, right? And I don't feel bad for them, right? I want to. I want to feel this this type of way. But what I, what I really am, I want to draw towards something else. I want to bring Yay back up. Can I? Yeah. Okay, let's, let's end this fucking podcast hot. I don't know how long you do your podcast for, but I want to. We're approaching. We can go for as long as we want, bro. Okay, well, I'm going to rant. And Yay brought up one of the most Christian principles ever. It's called unconditional forgiveness. Are you familiar with that? Um, the only unconditional forgiveness I know of is Jesus. <laughs> right? Exactly. And so to invoke that unconditional. But you have to choose Jesus. Because if you don't, he won't choose you. Sure, sure. And I agree with that. Um, but unconditional forgiveness is to walk the path of Jesus. Is that correct? As far as yeah. you know? Yeah. Okay. So when Kanye West, or Ye, excuse me, uh, forgives Hitler, isn't that Christ-like? I think so. So we have a big problem right now with Christians all over the world who just looked at what Ye did, and they're talking about a leftist talking point of, you know what? Um, maybe we should reconsider what Ye said. I like my whole point is they're forgetting their religion. They're forgetting the fact that Ye just promoted unconditional forgiveness. Look, I don't give a fuck about Hitler, but Ye said he forgives him. That to me is Christ-like. And yeah. the fact that most talking points from Christians aren't like, look at the Christ-like behavior from Ye. Yeah. He, for, he forgave Hitler. Wow, yeah. what that is hard to do. And for me, as somebody who wants to hold talking points above other people, to forgive Hitler is a sin in our culture, mm -hmm. which disproves, I think, most fake Christians. Most Christians should, I think, admittedly say they forgive Hitler. And what about not only Hitler, but like other people like fucking Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, sure. right? You don't Delicious fucking God. know. Like Are you, you a real Christian? And I'm not saying <clears throat> I'm that person because let me be honest. I have people in my personal life where I have grudges against. I'm like, oh, fuck that person. I'm not yay. Right? Right. I'm not somebody. I haven't forgiven Hitler yet. That ain't yeah. me. Yeah. I'm not yay's level of Christ-like behavior. I'm working my way up. Right. One day I'll say, I forgive Hitler. I'm not there. Sure. Right. right. I'm not that Christ-like behavior where I forgive everybody. You know what? I got a few resentments. Yeah. Right? And I hate to say it, but that's who I am. But I, but I think what you... I'm not yay. I'm not yay. I don't forgive Hitler. I'm upset at Hitler. <laughs> yeah. The thing is about being for, uh, uh, forgiving is you need empathy and empathy allows you to go into another person's mind yeah. and know what they've been through in life mm -hmm. to get to where they were in order to do the atrocities that they've enacted upon humanity. Like, like, You'd like I said, viewed person in the world, I think, uh, sorry to cut you off, but, I think Ye has been viewed more than Hitler. 
So my point is they they both reached the podium of influence. Sure. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. And one is Christ-like, one is the other, but one's condemning Christ-like behavior in the sense that, yay, saying, I forgive these people, they're terrible, but I like some things about them. And when he say he's liking them, right? He's saying he's Christ-like. Yeah. And there's a big problem going on with most people where you have a lot of, I would call them faux Christians. And I'm not one of these people. I'm not a Christian. I'm not claiming this thing, but I have a big problem with what I've seen in the truther conspiracy community. Sorry to unload this on your channel, on your podcast, but I just wish more people who are coming from a Christ-like angle saw the Christian talking points yay brought rather than saying did you see the anti-semitic things he said right you know what i mean it sounds so stupid when people say shit like that like they didn't really listen well that's the thing like in the bible it says my people will will perish for lack of knowledge right yeah and that's the thing and i i'm very into gnosticism wow i love you like when you, the more that you know about people and the world and what goes on in the world, the more wisdom you have and the more empathy you have for other people and the more you can just spread love and joy to other people as well. And those are the fruits of the Holy Spirit, which, is, which they talk about in the Bible as well. Right. Like you can't you can't just say you're a Christian yeah. and then go about your your way in the world and be all bubbly and happy. No, yeah. to get that to get that joy, you have to know stuff. I think the title of Christian should be hard earned. And I really yeah. mean it. Yeah. You I don't, don't I'm saying hey, I'm not I, saying I'm a Christian, David. Mm, mm. I'm saying I'm aspiring to be one. Yeah, I'm aspiring to walk with Christ. I'm aspiring to walk with the type of unconditional forgiveness that my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has. I don't have it yet. Right. I am filled with sin. I'm a piece of shit, Davy. Okay. Me too. Me too. It, oh, hey, but I'm trying to work my ass off to be a good person. And you have these, you have these Christians talking about like there was nothing left. With what Kanye West had, said. I'm saying we should talk. What Kanye West did on Infowars, right, is about I think a whole year worth of, of a college program. I would take a class in that. There's so much to break down in what happened that anybody who thinks they know what the fuck happened in one take, hey, qualify them as an idiot immediately. Yep. You know what I mean? The one take idiot. They know what they 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 heard what he had to say, and they told you what everything meant. Don't listen to these people. They're so. I'm gonna listen to well, it again. Those are the fucking pastors, man. But I again, the pastors. Dave, we're still left the- here. Do you know who uh, Kanye West Handler's name is? No. Exactly. So we're still stuck here. We're talking about the anti-Semitism, the Hitler talking points, but Kanye West named the handler of celebrities. This is the whole point of the my problem, right? 
uh, with this situation where there is an actual person who Kanye West or Ye named, and nobody has made really groundbreaking podcasts or conversations or YouTube videos about because it got buried in the fact that Kanye West said anti-Semitic stuff. Right. Isn't do that a problem? Know, do you know the name of his handler? I could, well, I want to be very honest when I say his name because it's public, so I have to look it up. I don't want to mispronounce it or anything. But yeah, it's there, right? It's there. Why? I, think, I think it's a Google Why? search. Want me to Google search it? Right? Like, I yeah. think it, it should be Google searchable, right? It should be. My and question is, why did why did fucking handler? Handler. Why do we need a handler? Um, and it, it's not on Google search. And this is my point, right? Yeah. This is a big problem right now with the truther community where we're talking about someone, right? Yay. And we don't know who his controller is. Who's his handler? Who's the person who threatened him with lobotomy? Mm. We're, we're having a conversation about the things he said, but we're not talking about Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. We're not talking a, about the handler that's telling him what he can say and cannot say. Exactly. And this is my big problem, <clears throat> truth or community or everybody going on right now. We're like, he didn't say anything. It's a loose jacking. Like, why are you guys talking about it? It's like that's that's my this is my problem with Sam Tripoli. Okay, when the word Jew comes up, huh? <clears throat> he shies away from it. Why? Well, he's. What do you mean? Why he's Sam Tripoli? Yeah, but like, why are you not just saying, like, what I what we discussed earlier? Why can't Kanye just come out and say? These are the fake Jews. So I think, um, as far it's as Sam Tripoli is concerned, he's acting in self-interest. Where you it's have not people, huh? It's the fuck, it's not the Jewish people. It's the fucking fake Jews, the Kazarians. Sure, sure. But he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to come out and say that. And Kanye doesn't want to come out and say that. No, Kanye. So I think Kanye does. You would say Kanye hasn't said that. Well, he walked off Tim Pool's show. You you said he walked off Tim Pool's show. Yeah. Why did he walk off the show though? Can because Tim Tim Pool said, "Are they not the ones that rule the world?" Something like that, and Kanye just like fucking got up and walked off. And Tim Pool was like, "Oh, Kanye just walked off the show." Yeah. Why well, Why couldn't Kanye just come out and say? Because they're the fake Jews, not the fucking it, the synagogue. Of, they're the synagogue of Satan. The fake, the people who call oh, themselves. Jews. I have your answer. You want to know your answer? Because yeah. to break down that answer, right, is so complicated. Ye's not qualified to do it. He's not qualified, or his handler sure. is telling he him might, not to say he it. Might, he might know the answer, or, or exactly his handler. And this is my point. His is telling handler. him not to say anything about there that. There we go. And we don't even know whose handler is it, apparently in this point of the podcast. See, I don't fucking have a handler. I run independently, so therefore I'm not afraid of getting fucking canceled or not. You know? It. Yeah, you, your account has been shadow banned. Anytime I share your stuff, 
it doesn't work out for me. Yeah, same here, dude. Like I'm fucking so shadow banned. I rely on the fucking two, three hundred people that listen to every episode. You know, but it's hard to get my voice out there because I'm fucking fearless. You are. And you are a lot like, yeah, you're, you're pushing the counterculture. And this is one thing I want to make a point is, right, there's these talking points. And I, I could look this up, but I, I hope most of your audience, if, if they've made it to this point in the podcast, they I hope they look up who Ye's handler is, right? And who dig, this is, dig deep for you got to dig deep for that it, shit it's not i would go to if, if i was helping anybody out i'd go uh photos by yay or just look at anybody repost yay's content <clears throat> it should be easy to find and when you find that content um just understand i would i would suggest take it with a grain of salt because it's yay right yeah um but at the end of the day the handler he exposed has a list that is so long it should frighten most people right and i'm talking right. about the the fact that his handler is controlling so many celebrities or in contact with so many celebrities what that's called is a fed page right so when people are talking about who glows right who is somebody who works for the government yay just give the he just gave the laundry list the right. grocery list, right? And everybody's acting like everybody should be dissecting all the content made by everybody who is a client of Ye's handler and saying, look at this media, look at this media, look at this media, but you don't see that being done, right? There's a big dearth or a gap. I, I don't know if the word is dearth, but there's a big gap and real honest truth or community. And I'll, I'll end on this because I'm approaching quite a bit of time here on my monologue we we reached past an hour but there's a big You're problem uh remember this is this is not your podcast it's mine yeah so you can go as long as you want okay, <laughs> this is your cool. platform your soapbox bro yeah <laughs> all right well sometimes like i go for an hour so once i see past an hour i'm like oh i got you know <laughs> for a stand-up comedian it's like get off the stage yeah hey, i make a night out of this shit so don't worry uh what can you uh cue me back in what I was talking about? Um, Kanye West, I remember, yeah, his handler, yeah, his handlers, and the celebrities. This is my big point, right? For I haven't seen one YouTube video, I haven't seen one YouTube podcast or iTunes podcast, rather, or Spotify podcast, rather, that you know, I said, Hey, look at this handler list and look at all these people who make content. And what's that content about? Mm-hmm. Right. And my whole point is there's so many breadcrumbs that were laid, but most, if not everything I've heard is did you hear about Hitler? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Did you hear Nobody about- wants to talk about him? Yeah. No, did you hear about what he said about the Jews? So there's a big gap. Between people who it's called reading comprehension, I would call it listening comprehension because it's a long time you spend on uh, Infowars, right? But there is a, a real gap between people who can pay attention and listen, right? And people who listened should have paid attention to everything Ye did say, right? right? And the fact that almost everybody, I, I haven't seen 
and I, I'm not giving a slant towards anybody, right? But I haven't seen anybody make really good content yet about what Ye did. <laughs> Everything is a denunciation or it's talking about Hitler and loose jacking. There's no real – it's all denouncing. It's like the same thing with Trump, right? Like why does the media hate him? Why do the truthers hate him? Why is there's when everything's wrong, that doesn't seem right. Do you, do you catch what I'm saying, Davey? I got it. I got it. And so I'm for Ye. I think what Ye said was profound. I think most people should spend more time looking at everything he did say. Mm-hmm. And stop being like, oh, it's anti-cement. Like, uh, look past the weeds, folks. Yeah. Who's the person he's talking about? And then if you have enough time, go follow Britney Spears. I'm not sponsored by her, by the way. (laughs) And I mean this. Go look at what this woman has to say. And you'll quickly understand that Ye's not crazy. Oh, I definitely don't think Ye's crazy. That's for sure. I know, but. Exactly. He's got handlers, right? But he's made to look fucking crazy. Exactly. And maybe by design, I don't know how deep the game goes with yet, right? There's so much to be gleaned. And when anybody's telling you not to look at something, you need to look more. Yeah. Right? So everybody's telling you right now, that whole situation with InfoWars was loose jacking, anti-Semitic. Don't pay attention to it. But here's another point. He made Alex Jones feel uncomfortable. Everybody should rewatch that immediately. Yeah. Because we've we've discussed He's a um He's a <clears throat> Yeah. Ye did something everybody needed to know cuz people had questions. People really had questions about Alex Jones like is he is he really about it? Well, I've always know. I've always discussed the fact that uh is Alex Jones um controlled opposition he how the fuck could he get that fucking big in the truther movement without being fucking controlled opposition and record this is davy speaking yeah he's probably fucking bill hicks wow i love that amazing take and here's my point too as well and it took somebody else to show that to everybody and this is my big point right somebody needed Somebody needed to show everybody, like, yo, here's Luther, conspiracy theorist. He can't handle the truth. Yeah. Right? Like, that's that that should wake everybody up. But he right? he probably knows the fucking truth, but he can't say. Hey, but he ga- it's almost like a yeah. termite gassing out of, of the infestation. And, dude, Yay, it's like. Yay's doing a favor. Yeah. A favor to everybody by showing people their true colors. If you thought Alex Jones was some somebody who wasn't a fed, all right, Ye just showed you fed people. He called out Meek Mills as a fed rapper. Go listen to this podcast, okay? There's so many things people missed. And every all I hear is, loose jacking, did you hear about the FTX? Uh, Bitcoin. Hey, who gives a fuck about Bitcoin if an American citizen's bank assets are frozen? Who yeah. cares about imaginary money? They're gonna be what? able to. You're gonna be able to freeze it even easier with even, uh, hey, currency. Davy, who gives a fuck about Bitcoin? All right. Yeah. 
if your bank assets are frozen. Yep. If you're if speaking you're, truth, you're not going to have access to your fucking crypto anyway. So great point. There's, so there's a reason why they call it fucking cryptocurrency because it's fucking dead already. Dead. It is dead already. You get it. Dead on arrival. Okay. And I got all these fucking Bitcoin crypto fucking currency people following my account. And as soon as I see them, I fucking block them. Yeah, I get that too, right? Because it's it's a propaganda system, right? And Davey, I want to talk talk about something pretty pretty great here. I saw some of your uh, Spotify interview. Hey, dude, your podcast is growing, and I know we're approaching not even Christmas, but I just want to give a thanks and a congratulations to the growth you've seen. Uh, in your podcast, I was astonished. You, you look at your numbers and the countries and the reach you have, uh, you're making an impact, dude. It's amazing to see. I feel it. I feel it. Um, it could be better, but at the same time, I'm happy with what it is that I do. Right. And that's the, that's the whole point. Um, if I'm speaking truth and I'm able to get it out there and there's people listening, whether it be like 200, 300 people, it could be 10,000. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm just going to keep doing it because I'm very passionate about getting truth out there. So um, I appreciate that comment. And um, yeah, dude. And you're probably fucking doing the same shit, right? I would say close to, but I, I used but, to but have, the, the, the whole point is. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the whole point is is just keep doing what you're doing because you you latched onto something, you got something, and you're you're rolling with it, right? And that's what I'm doing too. Like I'm not gonna let lack of numbers or bigger numbers that I see in the community uh, deter me from doing what I gotta do. Absolutely, Davey. And you one thing I've I've really appreciated about your content and everything you're doing is that uh, you're very inviting to almost anybody's opposing you. And I wouldn't say you agree with me 100%, right? Like I said, right? Yeah, we, we, we could. I mean, like when you brought up the whole flat earth thing, uh, it's that's my whole viewpoint on everything. Really? It's I'm not married to one ideal or the other i'm open mm-hmm. to everything all avenues and i'm willing to discuss it without judgment or anything because i realize that people have their hard set ideals and i'm okay with that yeah it's it's a beautiful thing to i, I would say sit in the pocket right <laughs> for sure it, it's it's really uh i think that's where we all have to come together as a collective in humanity is that it doesn't matter what your ideal or mindset is about anything. You just have to be willing to accept and love people for who they are, no matter where they're coming from. And that's a hard pill for people to swallow. I think. Absolutely. And if I was going to title this podcast, if I may, I'd, I'd call it sitting in the pocket. That's a good one. Right. What do you think about that? I like it. Hey, what, Hey, Davey, can I ask you a question? Absolutely. What are some uh, memorable or uh, interesting guests you've had on that 
like the next day or two days, you, you might have had dreams or thoughts like, wow, that they impacted the way I thought way greater than I would have expected. Um, God, there's been so many. Um, one shout out to uh, a good friend of mine and uh, guest that I had on was uh, Haley. Her name is Haley. She was okay. on like early on and she just blew, she just blows my mind. And even her like Instagram posts, very esoteric. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on in her mind? Right. And she always comes back at me and she's like, I miss you. I miss talking to you. We should get, do another podcast and this and that. And then, and then next thing you know, like if I don't respond to her, she's like, take, take our fucking podcast off. Oh man. <laughs> it's crazy. But at the same time, it's like, I know where she is, you know? Yes. And people's headspace, you gotta, you really gotta like, be able to tap into people's headspace and again i bring up the word empathy because you don't know what people are going through and if they come at you in a certain manner then you can just like take a step back and instead of like getting angry you can take a step back and go what are they thinking you know absolutely and um that collaborative i had yeah yeah, yeah, and had um, David Sanchez on from uh, the metal band Havoc, and really, yeah, it, he That's was fucking cool. awesome. I would, like because I've been listening to them for like three years, and their lyrics are very direct about what's going on in the world, and when it comes to uh, freedom of thought, freedom of expression, freedom of speech, uh, very direct lyrics and pure thrash metal mayhem, and I love it. And he came on, and it was a blast. And uh, yeah, there's so many guests, man. Fuck, I, 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 and now I have you coming back on because uh, I just love what you do, and I listen to you all the time. And I wanted to get you back on because I, just, I just know that we would have a fucking. I just knew we would have a great conversation again, right? So. Always do. I was thinking about this. Me and you have a connection, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's the ability. I would say the gift of gab, right? Me and you could. I I would say meet anywhere in a bar, at a coffee shop, uh, at a park, where wherever people meet, and me and you are gonna have a conversation. Yeah. Right. We're gifted. I would say. Uh, I think we have more than one gift. I mean, I'm wearing the fucking sweater that you tie-dyed me oh, I love for it. me. Hey, I'm I wearing it right now, you know? Uh, I'm going to have to send you something else. <laughs> Dude, I wear my fucking tie-dyed pink sweater all the time. Like Is every it fucking good? Night. It's great. It's fucking perfect fit. It's like fluffy and comfy. I love, I it. love it. Hey, I got something else. I'll make something special for you because... And hey, did you get my book? But did did I send you a copy of my book? The one that you wrote? Yeah. No. All right. So I, I thought so. I only I, I only wrote fifty copies or published rather fifty copies, 
And um, I've been waiting to do this, but I'm going to do a press tour, quote unquote, where I go on other people's podcasts. I've, I've waited to do this, but I'm publishing the second edition of my book. And the first edition, there were only 50 copies. Um, the next edition, there'll be 100 copies. And Davey, uh, what's your favorite number? 12. 12. You get uh, edition or copy number 12 in the next in the second edition. So I'll send that to you. Uh, you like the sweater. Uh, Davey, how can I get your merch? Do you have a, uh, any merch line I could connect to? I don't have any merch yet. What? Yeah. Davey, I probably let's should, set right? that up. <laughs> I want to make stuffed uh, animals of Nigel. Wow. Yeah, that would be great. And uh, Shayla needs to get on that because she, she was the one who came up with the name, the idea, and I love her to death. You know, the, my friend in, in uh, Edmonton, Alberta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, she said, I'm going to fucking make you Nigel plushies. I'm like, well, that was like a year ago, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I'd love to get a Nigel plushie doll. Out, that'd be great. Probably be expensive, right? But uh, uh, fuck, I'd like to make shirts and all that shit. I just never got around to it yet, you know. I just love my content out and whatever. uh, Can I can I offer you something right now? Sure. I'm gonna make a Davy Wavy Red Pill Cartel um, exclusive merchandise, and this will be a combined provocate Davy Wavy. And uh, can me and you work behind the scenes on creating this limited edition, one-of-a-kind sweater? Let's do it. Let's do it. And uh, we'll we'll split the profits. Maybe we'll give it to charity. Or, or you know, it's Christmas. Yeah. Maybe, we'll hey, maybe, yeah. Maybe we'll just keep it ourselves or give it to somebody who needs it. Like, uh, we'll figure it out. But let's do something special. We'll try to connect in the next 20 minutes after the podcast ends. And dude, I'm all about that, dude. I'm all about that. Oh, I love give that. Give it back. Cool. Give it back. Yeah. Cool. And then um, I would love to do that. So we'll. I already have a sweater right here, and it's has a NASA. You can't see it. Uh, a logo on it. Never and, a straight answer. Huh? Never a straight answer. Never a straight answer. But <laughs> right. I want or need, need another seven astronauts. So I have the blank. <laughs> Absolutely. I have the blank canvas and this is something I've been waiting to work with, but I think I found the right person. So we're going to do a Davey Wavy Provo Kid combined merch release, right? Uh, we'll sell it on eBay and we'll, me and Davey Wavy will figure out where uh, the funds will go. But this, this should go to, I think you, you agree, a charity? Some kind of charity, yeah. Okay. And it could be personal as well. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> if you need the money, Davey, we'll figure out where it goes. Who knows? And Dude. do you have an Instagram or a place to keep people updated on this? Yeah, I'm on Instagram, Red Pill Cartel Podcast. And uh, my link tree, uh, I put it all in my show notes, dude. Awesome. And maybe we'll live stream some of this uh, merch creation. Because this will be the first maybe red pill cartel merch, but I'm telling you, Davey, you need more. Uh, Provo, Provo, Provo cartel. Yeah. Provo cartel. That's fine. <laughs> Provo cartel merch. We'll do something. I'm totally more. down. I'm totally down. We got to work this out. You're uh, the artist. 
man. I'm just a fucking truth speaker. Hey, we work together well. Um, For sure. But uh, can I give some shout outs? Absolutely. And so, plug your shit too. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Amit's. Uh, uh, he has a podcast called Hawkett. Um, who else? I got local musicians, Del Perro, uh, Hollow Hill, uh, Lonely Heights. Another podcast I listen to. Uh, let's go. Well, of course, Davey Wavy Red Pill Cartel. He deserves the biggest shout out. Thank you for having me, by the way, Davey. Uh, Absolutely, dude. Uh, your kindness is, it goes, I mean, you're, you're one of the first people, by the way, who asked me to be on their podcast and asked me to come back. So uh, just a big shout out to you. Your kindness is Christ-like, brother. I highly appreciate that, man. I and, appreciate your time. Uh, shout out to your wife. She's fucking awesome. Oh, appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, she yeah, is dude. a good gift. Salt and, uh, yeah, dude. I hope you're you're staying blessed with your family, you know, your kids, you know. Holy shit. There's so much like there's so much that I always want to say to like everybody. But I just can't find the words at all times, you know. It's, Absolutely. it's insane. Kindness is uh it's a it's a thing that goes beyond words, right? Mm-hmm. And words are just uh I would say a vibration to express a feeling. And at the end of the day, most vibrations aren't able to express how we really feel inside of ourselves. That's why the expression forever remains, words just don't capture the way I feel right or they you know what i mean it's just inevitable that you can say whatever you want but uh there's this thing called god or christ-like thing in us all where it's undescribable it's the fire inside man absolutely and i I maintain that fire inside certainly and i'll end on this uh i gotta end on a couple things i always feel like i need to say this but I'll, i'll be short you, when you look at the way God communi- communicates to people, he is so impactful, he's so powerful that he creates a messenger, right? And you can call this messenger whatever you want, right? It could oh, be mess- the word messenger means uh, actually the word angel means messenger, really? Yeah, in Greek, absolutely. And it should because God's mm-hmm. message is so profound. If he was just to sit down with you and have a coffee, you'd be retarded after. Right. Like that's how powerful this dude is. So what he does is he sends messengers because if he was just like to have a, you know, breakthrough one-on-one with you, you're not going to be normal. And if he did do that with you, guess what? People are going to write so many books about you. It's not even worth talking about. Right. Right. So, but for everybody like me and you, God has these messengers, these people who are in between. Right, you could be his messenger for all I know. You know what I'm saying? And this is the truth of everything. People forget their own like if you were a vessel for God, how good would you feel? Right. Most people forget that. Like if you were acting out God's will and you knew that, uh man, I feel like most people would feel more blessed than they ever knew. Um and that's how I feel every fucking day, brother. God, I love that. Um, hey, I don't know. Hey, let me sorry to draw this so far down. I people like to say I can really spin the yarn. 
Um, my point quite simply is this, is treat everybody you meet in the future as if they're God. Yeah. It sounds crazy, but like, yeah. whether it's a poor person and like Disney movies, as shitty as, as shitty as they are, Beauty and the Beast captures this point. Why the beast is the beast because God visited the beast, right? And the beast renounced God. And so the beast was made the beast. And that's what happens when you renounce the messenger, right? Don't renounce other people. Don't renounce other people who bring word, right? Be open, be kind, be loving, be Christ-like. I've, hey, like I said, I'm not up to Kanye West standards or yay. I'm still trying to forgive Hitler. No, you are. You are though, because he's on, he's on the level that he's on, but we're on the level that we're on. Sure. Uh, Being a Christ follower. Sure. But I still have a hard time forgiving. He condoned some things. And I think me and you are both in agreement. We're working on our Christ-like behavior. And that's what we should be doing. Absolutely. Davey. And, and that's uh, where we it up. And uh, you heard it here first. Provo Kid and I are going to be collaborating on some merch. Hey, um, I'll send you a photo, by the way, of the sweater. Hell yeah, dude. And if you want to, and we'll work together on how to participate in getting this drawing or winning this thing. Um, and let's do it before Christmas. How about that? Sure. Oh, or yeah, is that work? Um, that's pretty close though. We got, we got two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. I already have the sweater. So your focus. Okay. Yeah. Hey, we're good. And Davey, I just want to say thank you. Your kindness is so appreciated. You're one of the best people I've met, uh, through my experience in podcasting and I highly appreciate that, man. And you as well, man. Fuck. Thank you, dude. You're a legend in my books, and uh, I'm just happy to be doing this. It's it's awesome. It's 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 a a blessing and an honor and a pleasure. Thank you. Dave. It goes always, man. Hey, cool, man. Hey, well, you have a good any, night. Yeah, What's that? And if there's anything I can do for you, let me know, brother. And yep. uh, you, can, you can find me at Provo Kid Podcast. And outside of that, uh, I wish all Canadians and you a warm winter. You as well, brother. Have a good night. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much, Cartel, for once again tuning in to the Red Pill Cartel. This is, in fact, indeed, indubitably, your favorite god, Nigel the God speaking. And guess what? We hope you really enjoyed the episode with Mr. Chance Blakelock, a.k.a. Provo Kid. Davey, what did you think about that one? Well brought the fire as usual and if you haven't listened to his show Provo Kid get on it because he's got a lot of thoughts that you might want to listen to exactly 
and the cartel. We love Provoked very much, and we hope you stay tuned, as always. And also, please, 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 I cannot stress please enough to give a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. You know, if you love the show, give us the reviews, you know. It's not very hard. If you really enjoyed the show, you can take the time out of your day to share your thoughts and your reviews and also share it with your friends and family. Uh, I know it's very hard because you don't want other people uh, thinking that you're crazy or anything, but it's a hard fact, you know. If you enjoyed the show and you want to support it, you click the link tree, you share everything involving the Red Bill Cartel. And with that, Nigel the Goat and Davey both love you very much.